I'm Dan. I'm Sophia. And I'm Jack. And you're listening to the The Hear Hear Your Your Song Song Podcast. Podcast. The podcast where we celebrate the songs and stories of youth songwriters in the Hear Your Song community. Hear Your Song is a nonprofit organization that empowers children and teens with serious illnesses and complex health needs to make their voices heard through collaborative songwriting. If you'd like to learn more about how to get involved or support our work to keep our programming free of charge for the kids and families we serve, visit our website at hearyoursong.org. Today, we'll be talking with Jaslyn. Lately, I haven't been feeling like myself. I've been asking the universe for help. Morning, Jaslyn. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. So, Jaslyn, I think we've known each other for over two years. Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah. So, You've been around the Hear Your Song community for a while. Uh, do you want to talk about how you first got involved and what that first songwriting experience was like? Yeah. I think I kind of got involved like right when you guys were like starting. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty early on as we were yeah. growing as a, as a nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my mom, somebody reached out to her and gave her, the information about you guys and she was like this is really cool I think um these are you know these are some cool people it looks like and I think you'll have a fun time and um I remember my my first session I was really nervous but um everybody everybody was really chill and they were really sweet and I was really comfortable with them and it was, it was great. We were brainstorming a bunch and um, I think they kind of got like the vision that I had and which was really amazing. Had you been writing a lot of songs on your own already or what did your writing life look like before I hear your song? Yeah, um, I've always like wrote, I'm a writer and writing music is something I love to do in my free time. It always has been. And after like I met with you guys after my first few sessions, I think my songwriting process really did change. And just how I looked at things and you know how how I think about making a song or, you know, all of that really, really changed. Yeah. Do you want to talk to us about some of that change? Like like do you have any sort of like 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 go to process for writing or do you just is it a little bit different every time or do you have any like staples that you like um, come back to? Something. So I really love thinking about what type of a song I want it to be, like what, what it's going to sound like, what kind of music it's going to have, like all that stuff. Um, before I didn't really think about that, but I think that's one of the biggest processes in making a song is what kind of sound do you want it to have how do you want it to affect people what what do you want it to mean and you know before I just kind of wrote whatever sounded good but you know the past few years I think it's really changed and it's like what what do I really want this song to mean? What do I want people to think about when they listen to this? 
or when they read this or, you know, whatever. It's very cool. Do you want to talk about what your first song was about? Yeah. So my first song is called California Winds. And I remember I, I really wasn't sure what I wanted it to be about. And, um, and I, I let them know and they gave their ideas. I gave my ideas and they were, they were really a big help with all of it. And it was amazing. So I think I remember they asked me like, is there any artists like you really love right now? Or like, what, what do you want it to sound like? What, what vibe do you want to give off? And remember I listed a few songs and you know, we came up with a few lyrics, like the chorus. It feels like home. Meditate before you manifest. Meditate before you manifest. Manifest your own happiness. Raise your vibration. When we looked at the song, it gave a lot of like Lana Del Rey vibes. So we kind of just worked off of that. I think my my understanding of the first song that I wrote with you guys is kind of like moving on, you know, growing, growing up, growing as a person. And I know some a lot of people had questions about the song. And like when they did, I didn't really have any answers for them because I was still figuring out like what that song meant to me. But now when I listen to that song, I, I really just kind of think of, you know, moving on, growing, maybe leaving things that just aren't serving you anymore. Sophia, have you had that experience as a writer having songs that you're not sure exactly what they mean when you write them and then they make sense? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, hearing you talk about this feels really familiar. And that's one of my favorite things about songs, right? That they, even when you do think you know what they mean at the time, that they can start accumulating new meanings to you over time. Or maybe you write something and you don't want to know what it means and um, and it continues to reveal itself to you even after it's been written. That's really cool to hear you talk about. Did you have that experience at all with your second song? I did. Um, but I think... I think I always, like, even when I, even when I presented, like, the first few lyrics to Dan, I, um, I, I knew, well, no, I didn't know what it was going to be about, but I think Dan kind of pushed me. He was like, oh, this would be really cool, like, a concept. I remember the first, like, brainstorming session. I remember it was going to about, be about, like, seasons, like, different seasons, and, kind of kind of like the first song like about growing up what you know what that means but over that over that time it really sparked into something completely different (laughs) which is amazing yeah I actually remember so I think one of the great unfinished here song songs was the seasons draft and it was you like talked and I remember it so vividly because it was like such a cool idea that like resonated with me and I never really thought about was the idea of and tell me if I get this right the idea of 
when we like look forward to seasons imagining that they'll feel a certain way but they never actually feel the way that we think they will so we get to follow we get to winter and we're always disappointed that they yeah. didn't sort of match our match i kind of had that experience with ice cream too but that's a different <laughs> conversation uh, i think it's ice cream's always great so <laughs> i agree <laughs> not for dan but yeah that was yeah not for dan i that was really the concept it's it's i think it's really beautiful and how drastic the change was but it's still it's still formulated into something that was amazing it was it's a lot different but it's still equally amazing and yeah i, I think it. you ended up taking like a couple lines from the beginning of it and then that sort of became the background for this character of betty do you want to talk about who betty is and how she emerged <laughs> into this epic song yeah so um the song is about a woman named betty and um basically it's it starts with her um kind of young naive um kind of wanting something more in life you know she grew up in the suburbs um a small town where she knew everybody um i believe i believe we came up with virginia i think that's where she maybe lived and um the kind of process of the song is you know her growing and kind of finding out that it wasn't as easy as she thought it would be she makes a big move to new york city and she works really hard she goes to school she she gets a career um and in that career um it's a field dominated by men um and she kind of has to work like 10 times harder to be you know kind of looked at as one of them and even even though she works so hard sometimes they don't see her as that or most of the time they don't um and it was kind of it was kind of like shedding light to the fact that even though people looked at her like that she was still a person she still had wants she still had dreams she still had ideas and things that she loved to do and yeah i think that was that was really great and one of my favorite hear your song memories is also the session you had with paolo the composer where you gave him lots of feedback on his first draft of the music for your song do you want to talk about what that collaboration process was like yeah, Paulo is really talented and I was really it was really great working with him for the bit of time that I did. And I remember the first draft he kind of saying to me, he went through he was like, Is there anything you want to change? Is there anything you wanna add? And I remember we discarded a lot of things and we kind of we came up with more ideas for what we wanted it to sound like. I remember we um, we wanted it to kind of be similar to like a musical, kind of something on Broadway. And that's exactly what happened. It does. And it's, I think, all the things that we came up with were perfectly distributed into the song. And um, I think that's one of the things that makes it so amazing. White picket fence, fever dream, where 
this really well because it comes up all the time when you first were writing the the song and brain we had like a giant multiple pages of the zoom whiteboard with all of your ideas about who betty was so i don't think you know this when we i don't know if it's in all the versions of our training but we in one in some of our trainings when we train new volunteers we go through different scenarios where we're like what would you do if a songwriter was working in this way like how would you help them and we use the white one of the whiteboard from the Betty Zoom and are like, okay, imagine someone had the most ideas in the world. Like, how would you help them sort of narrow down their ideas or shape their song? So I'm curious, now that you're like a year and almost two years away from that, from that brainstorm, sort of what advice would you give to your past self to, to help sort of narrow down or like what did work for you and sort of figuring out what to do with all those ideas where you basically wrote like, the whole life story of this woman how did you like get it into song form yeah well first of all that must be very overwhelming for them when they see that <laughs> first round <laughs> that was that was messy um but i think that i would say that all of your ideas don't have to go into one song um you can be spitting out thousands of ideas and Um, They just don't work in that song, no matter how much you want them to. So I think that's one piece of advice that even if you want to put something in your song that you really love, it can be used in a different song or it can be used in a different way. And even if you think of like a lyric and it doesn't really match, you can find a way to kind of pick it apart and use something similar in a way that does kind of match your idea. Something that I always remember too is that you can meet halfway. Like there might be something you really want to do. Maybe if you're like writing with other people, like I was, um, and like you don't really know like what you want to do. Like you have a few ideas you can you can use a few of those ideas and maybe we'll need to take other parts out of your song. Maybe you'll have to add new parts. Maybe the chorus really isn't working. Maybe the bridge isn't working. It's your song. And now I'm happy. My friends call me So we've come up with a game. The only player is Jack. And Dan and I together have pulled some lyrics from Jaslyn Originals and from Taylor Swift Originals. And we will be asking Jack to guess Jaslyn or Taylor. Okay, great. Yeah, I've never really listened to Taylor Swift, so I have like no basis. But so, yeah, let's do it. Oh, you're missing out. (laughs) So I guess Sophia and I will read them. Jack will guess. And then Jaslyn, you can... Adjudicate. (laughs) Okay. 
Clouds formed from saturated thoughts, making the blue sky play hide and seek. That's a really great, it's an amazing lyric. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say Jaslyn? Yes. Okay, awesome. You win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. What does that lyric like mean to you? Yeah, that lyric is from um, California Winds. Um, And I remember it was a stormy day outside. And I remember I kept looking out the window during our session. And I was like, um, I kept thinking of rain. I kept thinking of clouds. And um, I remember prior to that session, we had a session where I thought of the lyrics saturated thoughts, but I just didn't know what way to use it. Um, And then I remember I came up with that and it immediately went into the song. Um, And yeah, I think it's one of my favorite lyrics from California Wins. That's really incredible. I love it. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Okay, the next one is Coffee Rings on Your Side Table. She stole your Corvette. It looks like she's not riding off into the sunset. I'm going to say that's Taylor Swift. Wrong. Dang it. No. That's that's from me. (laughs) Darn it. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's great. (laughs) That was the same session where um, I thought of the previous lyric. And that day I also was drinking coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. It was right beside me. And um, I remember this thing that my grandmother says because she hates cleaning. And (laughs) she was like, stop leaving coffee rings on my table because she makes us use these coasters that she makes. Um, But I can never find them. And I remember I was like, oh, she's going to kill me for this coffee ring. Um, And I remember um, coffee rings on your side table. And I was like, oh, um, I don't know where she stole your Corvette came from, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, it worked and I, I liked it. Love it. No, that's so cool. No, but like the first half of that lyric, I was thinking it was you, like the coffee rings part. Then the she stole your Corvette. I'm like, this is probably I know Taylor Swift does like like revenge songs. So I was like, like that, that has to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> OK. Let's try another one. Okay, let's do... We gather here. We line up weeping in a sunlit room. And if I'm on fire, you'll be made of ashes, too. Uh, I'm going to say... I have, I have no idea. I'm going to say Jaslyn. No. Dang it. Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> it's from the song My Tears Ricochet. We've got a scholar in the house. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's actually one of my favorite songs. It's a great song. And I, I recommend if you haven't listened to it. That you... Okay. I'll give it a listen. Clearly Jack has not listened. No, I wouldn't. I have listened to that song and I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next one. It's too bad you were scared of the Ferris wheel raining the whole way home and you clearly took a wrong turn. Say Taylor Swift. Wrong. Darn it. I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> yeah, you're really losing over there. I am. <laughs> All of these are coming from California Winds, which I think okay. it's it has a lot of things that don't really make sense. All the lyrics are completely different and you kind of have to figure out what it means, which I love about it. It's kind of very mysterious. Um, I remember 
um, when I came up with that lyric, I was thinking, so I love amusement parks. My favorite ride is the Ferris wheel. And nobody ever goes on the Ferris wheel with me because they're all afraid of heights. And then I, I just kind of thought of that lyric and I was like, oh, no, this is cute. Um, and then the raining the whole way home, you clearly took a wrong turn was actually something that I had written a few months before. It was, um, it was waiting for me in my notes app. It was calling out my name and I was like, oh, I should use this. Maybe this is a good time to use this because I probably won't ever use it if I don't put it here. So it's time. Yeah. Should we do a few more? Yeah, why not? Okay. We're getting great lyric analysis. (laughs) Yes. They say she was seen on occasion, pacing the rocks, staring out at the midnight sea, and in a feud with her neighbor. Hmm. I'm going to say Jaslyn. Wrong. Darn it. (laughs) She stole his dog and died at Keelan Green. It's um, a lyric from the last great American dynasty. Um, which is actually, fun fact, it is about her house that she owns in Rhode Island. Oh, I didn't know that. That one felt like it was giving Betty to me, so I thought it might be a good confusing crossover. Um, <laughs> Betty would okay. do that, your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, she would do that. There's something about the way the street looks when it's just rained. There's a glow off the pavement. I'm going to say Jaslyn. No. Dang it. <laughs> I'm terrible at this game. You're getting torn apart. That is, from, that is from the brilliant song Sparks Fly by the great Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Um... Butterflies on branches is what she hearts the most. Saturated thoughts is what you give her, though. Just based on saturated thoughts, I'm going to say Jaslyn. Yeah, I realized okay, while good. I was reading that... it that we'd already talked about it. Yeah, thank you for work. giving me no. something, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He needed, he needed that piece. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next one. Now I see the cotton candy clouds from my window view. I wear red lipstick too. Ooh. This could be anyone, because uh, I'm going to say Jaslyn. Yes. Yay. <laughs> I thought you would say Taylor Swift just because her signature color is red lipstick. No, yeah, I was thinking that. Because didn't she have an album that has like red involved? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's her album. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, that That is actually from my other song. That is not from California ones. And that one is about Betty. Now I see the cotton candy clouds from my window view. I wear red lipstick too. I go to yeah, I love that how you do that. I wear red lipstick too. Like, it, it doesn't feel obvious that the red lipstick is connected to the cotton candy clouds, but somehow, like, by just saying, I do this also, I don't know. I just think that's a really good way, cool way of putting those images together. Yeah, I think I think my kind of mindset when I was thinking of it um, was 
her world is so dark right now. Mm. Um, and it needs a little bit of color. Mm. And I thought it fit really well. I also feel like it's almost like she's like she's choosing to put the lipstick on. She's choosing to see the clouds as cotton candy. So it's like yeah. I choose to like see them this way and I also choose to wear red lipstick. Yeah, exactly. I think um when she says cotton candy clouds, I think she's looking at it from a kind of childish perspective. Um since she's grown up now, she kind of needs a piece of you know, that just childlike joy and view of the world. Should we do the final three? Since yeah, let's do it. Mmm. Soft checkered sweater vest, images of spring, flowers blooming everywhere, and it's sad because she lost your ring. I'm gonna say Taylor Swift. No. 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 <laughs> no. That was that... also from California Wind. Okay. Darn it. Mm. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. Penultimate offering. Gold was the color of the leaves when I showed you around Centennial Park. Hell was the journey, but it brought me heaven. I'm going to say Jaslyn. No, that was Taylor Darn Swift. It. Darn it. From the song Invisible String. Okay. It's a great song. <laughs> I love this is also a game for Jaslyn, which is what Taylor Swift's song is from, but she has a 100% record. You didn't know yes. that you would be bringing <laughs> extraordinary yeah. expertise. I need him to know. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I should, I should give them a listen. Okay, the final one. This desk doesn't do my work itself. Sitting here, but everyone's gone. They pop me like a balloon whenever they get the chance to. I'm going to say Jaslyn. Yes. Yay. Strong finish. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> that, was, that was from Betty's song. And that part is kind of about um, her career when everybody kind of looks down on her. Um, and, you know, one minute. She's happy and she, you know, she sees kind of the light in something. But then, you know, somebody again brings her down. Um, and it's kind of just like a continuing cycle of that. Can you talk yeah. about that line, this desk doesn't do my work itself, which is such a cool phrase? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that's kind of like an homage to how people see her and so we came up that she's a lawyer at a law firm um which is again a male-dominated field and they kind of don't see her as as a lawyer as you know a woman doing her job they kind of just see her you know as you know a pretty woman just here for that so people can look at her or, you know, to run and get them coffee. Even though, you know, she went to school too. She's a person too. She's, she's smart too. And she's also doing her work. Can you talk a little bit about the end of the song where 
it sort of we you decided to do this cool thing where like you hear like a laugh track at the end where it's like she's been performing this for an audience and there's this cool like meta mm. moment where the song is like revealed as part of the story yeah so um I'm getting so happy because I love talking about her but um that was kind of like um she felt like everybody in her life saw her as some kind of entertainment for them um never really looked at her as how she actually is and doesn't really know her and kind of like the lyric before they pop me like blue in every chance they get it's kind of like they're doing that for fun and they just they just see her as that um they see her as something they can play with and the laugh track is it's it's about that and it's kind of it's not quite about them laughing at her but it's about how she feels and how she feels people look at her and i i really liked the laugh track idea and i think it came out really well it's, it's really beautiful it's like i'm just entertainment I'm curious, you've also been part of our peer songwriting group and gotten to do a few events with other songwriters in the Hear Your Song community. I'm I'm wondering if you have any other Hear Your Song songs that you listen to a lot. Yeah, I do. <laughs> all, all of the people who do Hear Your Song are really talented. I love, forget what it's called. Hold on, I'm going to look it up because it's actually, it's in my saved it's by um it's by zippy needles yeah yep i oh. listen to that one a lot actually <laughs> i love that song um i remember um when they did it live i was watching from my tv and i loved it <laughs> and i i just um i remember after that i kind of just had the song on repeat um, I also love the music video. It's so good. I think I think that one is one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a great choice. <laughs> was that when, when you were saying you were watching? Was that the Fifty Four Below show where yeah. that time story was performed live too? Yep. What was that like hearing like a live performance of it of your song? It was amazing. I was a little sad that I didn't get to be there, but I loved watching my song and. Um, you know, other people's songs and not even just the songs, just them talking about their songs. It was, it was great. And even though I wasn't there, it was very fun for me. Another question I have for you from one of the Betty songwriting sessions, Jake, who worked with us or continues to volunteer with us, but was on our staff last year. And I led a session with you where you were working on the lyrics, especially adding rhymes and one of my favorite memories is that you were deciding between two rhymes. So you said, let me do a thumb war with myself to decide. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. But I, thought I don't so good. remember that. <laughs> but I thought that was a great way to think about sometimes when you're writing, a, it does sound like sometimes feel when you're writing a song, like you have sort of two opinions inside yourself and like 
it feels like you could actually have them like fight it out. <laughs> right. Nice. How does that work with the, th- the self thumb war? Like, like, can you kind of, you can kind of choose who wins, right? Like a little bit. <laughs> I like closing my eyes. Okay. <laughs> and I just, whatever one ends up on top, I give myself a timer. So whichever one ends up on top wins. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Thanks. Do, do you use this method often? Um, I do actually. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's like the cool version of flipping a coin. It's... Oh yeah, <laughs> I do that in any any mini mini mo, which nice. I think the thumb war is is better. I think it's a lot cooler. I like it. <laughs> Love that. Uh, I'm wondering, like, since you've already written two like incredible songs, like, do you have any uh, ideas for like future songs or like where you want like your song writing journey in general to go? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, my notes app is becoming overpiled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're starving for a song, and maybe I'll give that to them. I'll think about it. Yeah, it's it's been a while, but I I have a lot of ideas, and my lyrics aren't stopping anytime soon. So, I I think that we might just have to plan on making another one. We'd be so excited to. <laughs> one thing that we ask everybody is, if you were an instrument, what instrument would you be and why? Ooh. I think I would be the triangle. Like, <laughs> And why? <laughs> that's a good question. I think because you can use it anywhere. <laughs> And it adds a little touch of something. It's not really always needed, but it it adds a little something. And depending on how you play it, it can be beautiful or it can be annoying. <laughs> and <laughs> I think I relate so to that. So, so true. Well, Jaslyn, thank you so much for joining us on the Hear Your Song podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks so this was really fun. Listen to the music for you. Music makes you happy. Or at least it does to me. Gives off good energy. When you're in that state of mind, good things can come. I bet you didn't know my favorite candy was M&M's. The Hear Your Song podcast is made possible through our support from the Colburn Keenan Foundation, as well as individual donations from supporters just like you. Hey, Sophia, how can folks learn more about Hear Your Song? They can follow this podcast on their favorite listening platform. Check out our YouTube page where you can find all of the songs that kids create. And they can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at Hear Your Song HYS. And feel free to visit our website at hearyoursong.org to learn more about our organization or to support us with a donation. All of our programming is 100% free of charge to the kids and families we serve, thanks to supporters like you. Thank you so much for listening.